Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving Eve, where it's uh, how warm? In the studio oh, this morning? Oh, Lord. <laughs> it is. I think I'm baking at about 375 right now. Um, <laughs> so I should be done in about eight hours and ready to go for Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> That's, of course, today uh, with the sun finally out. We were just laughing yesterday about the sun's finally out. And yeah. uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, the sun's finally out. And it's right here in the studio. <laughs> we brought it in as a guest. Very nice. Um, I see on our list today that uh, our friend Will Starrett, is going to come on in yes, about an hour. He is. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday because there was a lot of uh, of response apparently to the morning show and their recipe for corn casserole. And as both of us missed that segment, but were intrigued by the idea of of corn casserole, he has kindly agreed to join us here on the program today. To or program, I'm sorry, uh, in deference to Wink. So uh, yeah, he's he's going to be here with us right about eleven o'clock to do a little talking about that, the history and. And, of course, the recipe. I apologize in advance for attributing that to Amy. <laughs> As we both I, did. I mean, we just I figured. thought it was Amy. So did the caller. Yep. The caller asked they also. They thought it was yours. Originally. They thought it was mine. Yeah. It's easy to confuse the names. Um, but I, I did not know he was a creator of casseroles. Have the two so. of you done a show yet together? The Amy and Jamie show? Because I think that at some point when one of us is on vacation, <laughs> that, that needs to happen. We have done a couple hours. <laughs> it, it has happened. Um, but I've never really put it that way. That's interesting. Yes. Um, because if you were going to do the, like, combining the names thing, mm -hmm. that already happened. Like, it yeah. already is. Right. So, um, yeah, little kid, when I encounter little kids, friends, kids, and stuff like that, they can't, that J sound is really hard for kids when they're young. Yes. And so it's always Amy anyway. So you get the a lot J of Amy's, doesn't come till later. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, my my parents always threaten me like if I ever got in trouble as a kid, they they would just say things like just be glad we didn't name you Jason or Mason. We could have done that and we didn't. <laughs> we we refrained. So always got to give them credit for that. <laughs> what a weird threat. Just be glad we didn't name you something like, else. Make your name rhyme, you know, cuz going through life as Jason Grayson frankly would have been awful. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh well, welcome in. Uh we are keeping an eye on well i just pulled up uh, flykc.com just to see what parking is like I, I don't know if anybody actually changes their plans i laugh during abc news because i've done this story too but i don't know if anybody actually changes their travel plans based on like when they say try to avoid the roads between <laughs> 3 and 5 p.m or whatever like i don't yeah. think anybody actually changes their travel plans based on how heavy they think traffic's going to be? No, but apparently there was an early start. Uh, Jen came home yesterday. She had a dentist appointment early. And, I mean, early enough that she came home before I left for work. She was home by like oh, 8.30. Wow. And, okay. and
and she said, yeah, uh, you're going to find no traffic at all on your way to work. However, the interstates are insane. So, yeah, apparently a lot of folks decided to get out of town on Tuesday rather than wait until Wednesday to do the traveling. For sure, Sunday is the day that everybody comes back. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's It kind of varies on your way out, but Sunday is the day that everybody wraps up their long weekend. So plenty of parking at KCI. I just took a glance at the garage. Um, they don't have updates yet on the other lots. They don't have that on their site yet, but garage has got plenty of space left. So. Yeah, just whatever you're doing. I mean, if you're doing any travel over the Thanksgiving holiday, just please be patient and be careful. We have said it before. We can't afford to lose any listeners. So just, yeah, make sure that you're back here with us on Monday and have a wonderful holiday wherever it is that your travels are going to take you. Plaza lighting preparation is underway. How's I know that, that because of the sound of leaf blowers directly outside my window for the <laughs> la- it's it just stopped a couple of minutes ago. Um, last year, I don't remember if I told the story on the air, but last year, um, the place where they the street that they close to put the stage up for Plaza lighting is often a street where I park my car, and it's one of those streets where. Like there are parking time limits, but they're never enforced. I should shut okay. up. Yeah. They're, they're enforced for like three weeks every year where they go on the rampage that I whined about a few weeks ago. And But then the rest of the time, I don't care. Last year, I was parked on that street and just spaced about the fact that I was parked there. Well, they closed that street early so that they can set up everything for, for the stage. Sure. And I just spaced about it. And then we got off the air and I had an email from whoever checks our voicemail system in the building saying Kansas City police have left you a voicemail at the radio station (laughs) that your car is parked in a spot that they need. They they need to put equipment there. (laughs) And I just got the email and you just have this moment of like, oh, don't tow it. I'm on my way. Don't tow it. I'm coming. Not only that, but now you know that everybody at work knows you screwed up parking your car. Did they actually call to here? They called in. They ran my plate to see who it was. (laughs) They recognized the name. They called the radio station. I don't know if they would have come to knock on my door next. So I ran out there. I think it was one of those days where I didn't really care about, like, I was in mismatched everything. Sure. And she was very, the officer was there. She was very nice. They weren't going to tow it yet, but it was definitely in their way. So what's going on now is just the setup for it. So they're blowing all the leaves away and just, you know, kind of spiffing everything up so that when plaza lighting happens, it looks good on TV. I don't know what other streets, uh, the no parking signs have been up. (laughs) perhaps further in advance than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are, so that stuff is up. The stage is up because I took a ride this morning. And so they're, they're working on putting the stage up and stuff, but um, it, it, it'll be fun. I'm going to miss it, but it'll be, it'll be fun for those that come down. Yeah. It's, it's funny the way that, you know, different cities and different municipalities work that because uh, in the little village where we lived when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, starting October 1st and going all the way through like the end of March, there was no street parking at all, anywhere. Didn't matter if you were in front of your house. You could not park on the street because you never knew when a snowstorm was going to come. So oh, they figured, okay, we'll just keep it from uh, from the beginning of October to the end of March. No street parking whatsoever. That way, if there is a just a freak snowstorm, the plows will still be able to get through. I'm trying to think of the last time that we had such a major storm like that. For some reason, it's New Year's Eve that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um 
trying to think of what year this was. I think it was the first year I was in this place. Uh, I think it was right after you started. Okay. And so, because I just remember it was on a weekend. Like that was a Friday, Thursday or Friday night. And I was parked on the street. A bunch of us were. And cars were absolutely buried in that snowstorm on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I can't think of a time where they have, like there are no snow routes anywhere on the plaza that I know of. I can't think of there where there's been a time where they've said no parking because of snow. You just your car's going to get buried and it's going to get blocked in by plows. Yeah, um, just, it just is. As somebody on the text line just said, "I'm out doing Instacart. All the stores are ridiculous. Just left oh. High V and Lee's Summit, and the parking lot is packed." Yeah, first of all, I don't doubt it. We went to pick up our order. We had two different things. We had the the order for Thanksgiving. And then we had the order, just the, our regular grocery order. And it's weird because you have to go into the store to get the Thanksgiving stuff, but then you go around to the outside to get the regular grocery order. Okay. So we had to go in, and, and yeah, yesterday afternoon, it was crazy. I mean, it just, and I will give them credit. It's not like the shelves were bare. It was still right. stocked, and there were people out there stocking shelves as fast as people were taking the stuff off the shelves, but very, very active. And yeah, I can imagine if you're out there doing that today, all of the people who procrastinate like me are doing that shopping today. Thankfully, I have my wife to take care of this stuff. I was so, going to say, this is where it's nice to have a partner to like oh divide yeah. and conquer this stuff. Big yeah. time, big time. So, yeah, if you're out there doing that, all of our best to you. Uh, we're And we're going to get a, a live highway report right now, as a matter of fact. Ashley's in oh. KCK and calling in. What's going on out there, Ashley? Well, this was actually yesterday when I was on my way back from Great Bend. I got on the turnpike in Topeka, and the take-a-ticket lanes for cash were almost backed up to the highway. Wow. It started wow. yesterday. And then whenever I got off the turnpike about, you know, 45 minutes or so later, they had three cash lanes that were open, and all three of those were 10 cars deep. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Jeez. it started early. Are you out today? Are you driving now? I have been out and about, and it's just been absolutely dead. I had to come back into town. I got back to, like, oh, down by Arthur Bryan's, 18th and Brooklyn. About 745, I had no trouble getting in, and then I had to go straight down to South Olathe. No trouble at all on the highways. It was so easy. It's just ridiculous, and I love it. It's like COVID again. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Well, trust me. Yeah, they, they they'll be back Sunday and Monday. So yeah, be careful out there, Ashley. Thank you. I will. Bye, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Ashley. Back to you. you too. If you're driving for Instacart or any of the food delivery services, give us a call. I'm just kind of curious to know how that's going. If you are ordering your Thanksgiving groceries from Instacart or Uber, whatever today. Number one, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And tip, the, man, today's the day to tip those drivers. You know what? Because that's on you. I'm, you could have done this before. I'm glad you said that because, yeah, like I said, we had to go inside. Like the Thanksgiving order is a separate thing. So we mm -hmm. had to go inside the store. We went to the Hy-Vee. So uh, I'll give them a little free plug because they were great. Um, but, yeah, we, we went there, went in, got our boxes for Thanksgiving morning because they do a brunch order thing too and then the Thanksgiving dinner. And then went outside to get the groceries. And when we did, it wasn't a big order. It wasn't a particularly big order. But because it, it is the time that it is, and I know that the kids that are out there are just busting a hump, that I handed them 10 bucks and said, here, happy Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. I mean, you're hopefully you're making bank today yeah. if you're choosing to deliver for Instacart or anything. The only time I ever go into Whole Foods, there's a Whole Foods very close to me. The only time I ever set foot in that store is to either pick up something from Amazon or return something from Amazon. And yesterday was the day where I'd ordered a lot of stuff, as I'm known to do every so often, and had to return a bunch of it because none of it fit. 
And you could not, there was not a space open. I mean, Whole Foods is always busy. This is 2.15 in the afternoon yesterday. There was not a space open anywhere there yesterday. Yeah. So if it was that bad yesterday, I can only imagine what today is like. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, uh, if you're planning on going out on Friday, if you're planning on doing the Black Friday thing, we, we are actually leaving the house. I say we. I'm not so sure Jen's even going to come with me. She may send me out on my own. But I'm leaving the house on Black Friday for the first time in probably 10 years. To do what exactly? I can't say well I, I mean i'm going out to a place that's not one of the normal like everybody goes to like the electronics sho- shopping and the oh You're yeah shopping. Oh, i am okay. going to buy things but i'm no, going to buy things for me from a very specific place that i know is they, they've announced they're having a sale but it's not the kind of place that most people would think of is going like it's not best buy it's not costco it's not what you know blah 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 all the places that everybody goes on black friday it's not one of those um, I, boy, that's one of those days I have been known to, when I owned a house, that was the day that I did, like I painted a room on the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So that I just had a reason to just be inside all day and not have to go out. When I worked in news, um, we used to work that day and it was kind of a fun day to work in the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Our morning show went out and did the show from the mall, Oh yeah, you know, you, because you it was just kind of a fun day. Built in content, right? And, and normally nothing bad's gonna happen unless, you know, people get into a fight in line over stuff, which is invariable, but it's not gonna be anything like there's, it's not gonna be a heavy news day. Right, right. Anyway, um, hope you're having a good Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, if you have thoughts, feel free to tell us how traffic's going or grocery stores or if you're Instacarting, let us know how it's going. Uh, 913-586-7798. Coming up, I want to go to the story out of Death Valley National Park. Uh, it ended not, the ending of the story is not great, but I want to talk about how this happened. Again, you have a case of people saying, GPS told us this. Okay, but there were other signs that you shouldn't have done with the GPS set. Get to that story coming up here on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Okay, uh, there were parts of Death Valley National Park. Uh, the entire park was closed back in August because of flooding from, I believe it was from Hurricane, weirdly. There are roads in that park that are still closed this long later. Uh, Badwater Road just reopened a couple of days ago, but Titus Canyon Road is still closed. And they describe it as one of the park's most popular backcountry drives. Gives you access to that Leadfield or Leadfield ghost town, petroglyphs, all kinds of stuff. So you have a couple of motorcyclists, and I don't know if you want to buy the story or not, but they said GPS showed us the road was open. (laughs) I'm going to guess, Uh (laughs) and I've got a version of the story that says um, they bypassed a locked gate, concrete barriers, and closure signs. So it didn't matter what their GPS said. Yeah. And drove on the road anyway. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Now... Let me describe, because there's a photograph of exactly what they had to go through to get down this road. You have those gates that that are the metal gates that you normally see going across a road, okay? So they're just, um, they're metal bars. It's almost like pipe that is just in in a rectangular shape, and you've got gates that swing shut, and you can padlock them. Now, those are closed and padlocked. One of them has a bright yellow road closed sign attached to the gate. Behind the gate are the two concrete barriers. 
just the same ones that you would see separating lanes on a highway when they're doing work on the road. So that you, even if you could get the padlock off the gate, you still couldn't open the gate. In front of that, oh, and by the way, on the other gate is a giant stop sign. In front yeah. of that is a third sign that says road closed, hazardous conditions, no vehicles, no bicycling. That's what they had to bypass because their GPS said the road was open. You buying that story? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think because here's how this ended. Um, in all seriousness, the reason that all of those barriers were up is the road is still flooded in yeah. some areas. The road is, is washed away. It's gravel. It's not safe. It's backcountry, especially not for motorcycles. So what happened, of course? Crashed. One of them did. Uh -huh. They're both on, they were on two different motorcycles. Uh, one of the two men crashed, broke his collarbone, and caused other non-life-threatening injuries. So they called 911 via satellite phone just before sunset. But road conditions were too bad. And so park rangers couldn't get to them on four wheels or two wheels, whatever. So they had to call for a helicopter. The U.S. Navy had to get involved in order to be able to get to them. <laughs> the Navy in Death Valley. Oh, of course they did. Yeah, they used a VX-31 helicopter that responded from the Naval Air Weapons Station in China Lake uh, in the town of Ridgecrest, California. Do, I, do you know how far Ridgecrest is from Death Valley? Uh, let me look real fast. I, mean, I guess it doesn't. If you're in a helicopter, it doesn't much matter. You're going to be able to get there in a big, big hurry. But yeah, they transported the injured man and his companion to Ridgecrest Regional Hospital. I mean, when you go that far in and you've got to go around that kind of a barrier, why don't we just drop the story about how, oh, well, gee, uh, we were just listening to our GPS. Just admit that you wanted to go back where nobody else was going to be able to go. I'm going to guess... 50 miles. Okay, yeah, so not real far. By road. The, the closest helicopter they could find. And yeah. they said, okay, you go out there and go find these guys. They're going to be okay, but... I mean, how many more, how many, how many more warnings, how many more things? And it really doesn't matter. I mean, if they bypassed all of those warnings, they were going to get out there no matter what. Okay. We've had the conversation before about if there are instances where you're a dummy and you need to be rescued and whether you should have to pay for that rescue. Normally I end up on the side of no, like that's why we pay for the, but this is one of those cases, if there was ever going to be a time where the U.S. Navy should send somebody a bill for a rescue, yeah. it's this. I I will give them credit for one thing. And I agree with you, by the way. I'm, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be, that they shouldn't have to reimburse. I think they absolutely should because they did something that was so, I mean, that they were warned against so many different times in so many different ways. But the one thing that I will give them credit for is the 911 call that they made, considering the fact that this is out in the middle of nowhere, back country in Death Valley, California. They actually thought ahead to bring a sat phone with them. That almost angers me more. They thought ahead to bring a sat phone <laughs> so they with knew them. They might get in trouble. But they weren't smart enough to look at the Death Valley website. Yeah. And see and plot their course a little bit and to see that the roads are closed or to or to know, hey, you know, there was a hurricane that came through here weirdly in Death Valley. But that's what that's what caused the flooding. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should check ahead a little bit. Yeah, Th this was um, 
choosy dumbness. Definitely. And and you figure, I guess, I mean, and maybe I'm giving them way more credit than they're actually due here, but you figure that because it's a desert and because it's normally so incredibly dry that the water would just absorb or evaporate very, very quickly. And unfortunately, the opposite happens. It's so hard packed, that sand out there, because it is so dry, uh, the, the sand is so hard packed that the water just sits there on top of it. Yeah, this, I just, this, because it wastes resources. Yeah. You had, you know, there wasn't a map app that told you that road was open. And even if it did, trust what's on the road. Like what's the signs that you physically see on the road yes. are going to be more accurate than the app. It's, it's kind of like how the apps like Waze and Google Maps and all of the rest of them sort of hedge their bets. When you put in the name of a business and it gives you the hours, but it says holiday hours may change things. Right. <laughs> you know, you still have to use your brain and say, no, it's Thanksgiving Day. This isn't likely to be open. Um, Boy, somebody just raised a good point. We'll get to a break. We'll talk more about this. But somebody just said, let's say for the sake of argument, they're telling the truth about just following the map app. Should you go after whoever runs that navigation system for not well we don't know who told i don't know we've had that conversation before we don't know who notifies google right if roads are closed or open who's responsible for that yeah and a lot of that stuff is user generated it, well we yeah we can talk some more about that yeah. because i have some thoughts on it but let me let them coalesce for a minute because it is a point we hadn't considered yet We'll take a break. 913-586-7798. Be back here in just a few minutes on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can and overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk about the story out of Death Valley, California. Uh, if you miss this, we'll recap this really fast. Uh, so there was a hurricane. I know it's weird, but the, there was a hurricane that brought water into Death Valley National Park in August. And so the park itself was closed for a while. They reopened the park, but left some roads closed, including this one particular Titus Canyon Road that apparently is really popular in the backcountry. There's all kinds of stuff that you can see. So you have a couple of guys on motorcycle who thought to bring a satellite phone with them, as John pointed out, but um, didn't really care when they came upon 
I mean, there are three different ways here that you would know that this road is closed. Four, at least, if you're counting both signs, the gates, and the concrete barriers that are there. They said a map app told them the road was open, and that was more accurate than every sign they saw that the road was closed. <laughs> and the sign right in front of you. Yeah, trust what you see on the GPS instead. So one of the guys got into a wreck, because of course, broke his collarbone, and by now it is sunset, and you're because of the water, you are not in an area where vehicles can reach you. So they have to get a U.S. Navy helicopter out of Ridgecrest, was 40, 50 miles away, to come and rescue them. They are facing charges, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's going to wait until after the, uh, the hospital takes care of the guy with the broken collarbone and all of the rest of it. But, yeah, somebody had asked, um, you know, should the map app itself share in some of the blame here for not having the road accurately marked closed? And it gets down to exactly what you said. Well, I, I think it's two things uh, in my mind. The reason why you don't go after the map app is, first of all, Jamie, what you brought up, they're only as good as the information that they get from the you know California Highway Department or whatever you know that, that right. tells them. And the other thing is, do you know how many roads there are in the United States? A, a billion. Yes. I mean, if, when you count little back roads and... If they yeah. have to keep track, if they're going to be on the hook for keeping track of every mile of every road in the United States, they're gonna, all going to have to shut down because there's there's just no physical way they're going to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think if there is a circumstance under which you would go after the the app or the navigation system. And I, I, I still just think this is not one of those cases because again, there were four or five different ways you would have known that this road is closed. I mean, they had to physically go over barriers that said the road is closed. Yeah, the only way that I would see... Oh, go, go ahead. If you no, have, if no, you have a fine. scenario, because the, the only way that I would see clear to holding them responsible is if the information about a road being there that isn't there was inaccurate. And, and we have had that happen before where mm -hmm. people have driven down boat ramps into lakes because yeah. their map app showed them a road there. And if you're able to show that their information is false and that they should have known better, you know, it, for example, uh, most of the map apps, Google, I guess, is probably the most extensive one that does this, but they all have the, the surface maps that go along with it. So you can, right. you know, go in and see what's there. And if they've had a car drive by there to take those photographs of the road and that car shows that there's no road there, but their app shows that it is, that I would hold them responsible for. Here's where I won't, though. Um, usually, we did the story about a bridge being out once, and somebody went over the side of a river, like down a riverbank. Yes. Because the app showed the bridge was there, and the bridge was out. I just think in most of those cases where roads are actually closed, even if the app shows they're not, usually there are signs up. Yeah. And so you got to believe what, regardless of what the app says, you have to be looking ahead of you. And right. if it says road closed, stop. And if I remember that story right, uh, that was a private road that, yep. that, had the, that didn't have any signage because the county wasn't responsible for the road. It was actually on somebody's property. Um, and it was a privately owned area that, that simply had a road that went through it. So there was no way for the county to notify that the person, I mean, if you're going to hold somebody responsible for that, it should be the person who owns the property that the road went through. Anybody else think they should have to reimburse the U.S. Navy for what this cost? <laughs> I don't know what this helicopter cost. 
I, I don't know what that transport is, but I know what they charge sh- us. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. It's like ten thousand dollars uh, an hour for uh, for like life flight and that sort of thing. This isn't okay. exactly that. But yeah, it's incredibly expensive. I, I mean, ambulances are expensive, so I assume helicopters are going to cost more than that. I I just I, I, I don't I don't know what that is about. Like, oh, they maybe they just forgot to take down the road close signs. It must be fine. Again, this is what I say about hikers, too. Like, check the website for where you're going and make sure. We say this about um, people that have gotten in trouble in the heat in Texas. There was that. It was great. I think it was Great Bend National Park where yep. people went. The website is going to tell you if roads are closed, if it's too hot, if it's too cold, if it's too icy, whatever. I, you, you just check that kind of stuff ahead of time. I, Send him a bill. Yeah, big time. Send him a bill. Ah, uh, you'll get you'll get no argument from me on that one. Uh 913-586-7798 if you want in here. Uh real quick here for a couple of minutes. I wanted to talk about what happened in Waldo. I, boy, this doesn't happen. I don't feel like we've talked about this happening very often. Um, but there were some people in Waldo that woke up and their tires were slashed. Uh, and it was a bunch of them. And Waldo. It's been going on for weeks now. And this is the other thing about that. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was that did the story. Was it Channel 4? That Fox did the, 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So Fox 4 did the story on this. And they said for two weeks now, somebody or somebodies have been going around Waldo slashing tires. And you're right. I mean, when they went out there, uh, they found 10 of them that had been done in just one night. But they said neighbors have been on high alert for more than a month now because somebody keeps going through. And what baffles me about this is, as much as we've talked about this in the past, every time something like this happens over and over and over again in a particular neighborhood, they always get nailed by the same thing. It's always doorbell cameras. Where are they? Yeah, I think I'm reading this story correctly, where they talked to someone who had their tires slashed twice. It said, when the second time it happened, I was distraught because it was less than five days later, we'd already gotten the tires fixed, which says to me they had to do it twice. And the first time, yeah, uh, they it was three vehicles and somebody hacked up six tires between the three vehicles. So they were just going around pop, 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 you know, using a knife to, uh, to go after these things or whatever they were using to cut through the sidewall of the tire. Sidewalls, unfortunately, don't tend to be as strong as the tread because they usually don't have to be. Tell me about it. Yeah, I know. I've done it too. <laughs> Hitting a curb and blammo. Uh, so, yeah, it's, but, but I mean, just this is the kind of damage and the kind of vandalism. I mean, it's not like any vandalism really makes sense to me, but this is the stuff that makes the least sense to me. Do you really hate the people who live around you that much that you're just going to cause them trouble with, with no, with no point to it? You know, you're just going to go around hacking people's tires up to the tune of a few hundred dollars a piece. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I have several friends that live in Waldo and they either don't have garages. Like that's a part of town between Brookside and Waldo where some of those houses don't have garages. Mm -hmm. Um, or they're, they're detached. And so they're, they're way back on the property. So a lot of people just park in their driveways or park on the street. So you can't hide your car anywhere, which is a weird thing (laughs) to even have to say I know for you to have to hide your car somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't, hopefully they'll catch there was one um, person they talked to that said they spent $500 on a new camera system now. Good. 
I hope they catch him. Catch I, I hope it works, and I hope they're able to catch him. And and the unfortunate thing about this is, I mean, my guess would be that it's a bunch of teenagers. It's a bunch of kids who are bored and have nothing better to do. And again, that doesn't excuse it. But uh, I mean, that's the only thing that I can think of that 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 would make any kind of sense is if it was just somebody who just didn't care because they were too young to realize or too young to not realize, but to assimilate the harm that they're doing to somebody else into their own worldview. Yeah. If you live in the area and you've uh, noticed it or heard more things about it, 913-586-7798. Uh, we'll take a break here. We have an update on what the ratings were for that Chiefs loss on Monday night. Mm. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. Okay. I had to Google what the latest population of the U.S. is because this was a pretty big number that watched uh, the loss on Monday night. We're up to 332 million people in the U.S. One-tenth of one-tenth? One-tenth? Yep. Math. No, I don't trust myself. 30 million, yeah. Okay, one-tenth. <laughs> math is hard. Um, one-tenth of them watched... That game on Monday night, I, I, I get that it was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I get that it was a Super Bowl rematch. I get that you've got brothers against each other. Wow. No okay. kidding. And, and you wonder, I mean, you're right, because it, not only was it a huge game in terms of the, you know, the placement in the AFC for the Chiefs, but you had an 8-1 and one team in the Eagles coming into that game playing against a team that was 7-2. and two. And uh, I mean, clearly, two of the of the maybe top five teams in the league, and maybe even numbers one and two. An argument could be made that these are the top two teams in the league right now, and they were taking each other on. So it was a huge game for playoff implication. Really, I mean, unfortunately, since uh, everything moved to ESPN, and we'll get back to that because that may be a, a factor in this as well. The games on Monday night have generally been pretty lousy. I mean, there haven't been that many great games. They seem to to want to have those all on Sunday or potentially on the Thursday night matchups. But, uh, yeah, the, the other part is this was the biggest number, the biggest rating for a Monday night football game since 1996. And they moved to ESPN shortly after that. Uh, so we're talking about 27 years worth where it hasn't come close to this. And, um, and and maybe some of that is because in the late 90s, in the early part of the 2000s, you still had a number of people that if they wanted to watch a game on ESPN, had to go somewhere to do it. You know, had to go right. out to a sports bar or something like that. And unfortunately, that doesn't count in the ratings. In 1996, I was in high school, um, that was the Cowboys that played the Packers. Yes. What do you... Um, I realize I'm I'm relying on your memory bank quite a bit, but why was that game so big? Uh, well, the, I believe just because those two teams were so. Oh, they yeah they were they were huge at the time. They were uh I, they, and they were both. Um, I think the Cowboys had either just come off of, of a Super Bowl win, or had been there recently because I know they were there in like '93. 94 and then they won again i think in 95 or, or in 96 so they were either headed there or they had just been there and then you had the green bay packers uh and that was when brett Favre was the quarterback who okay. uh, also were a super bowl contender in the in the mid 90s at that point and in fact won one right around that time so again you're talking about two of the best teams in the league meeting on a monday night nationally televised game so that was when it was 31 and a half million. Yeah. So still, still significantly more than this one. But wow. I mean, we knew it was a big game, 
but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think it would make records like that. You're right. So. And, and the secondary drama about the, the the brothers Kelsey going at it again, I mean, just like they did in the Super Bowl, there's a reason why this past Super Bowl was a very highly rated game. Not yeah. just because of that, but because, again, you had arguably the two best teams in the league going at it for the league championship. So, I mean, great. But I wasn't exactly, <laughs> the, yeah. And, and you know, the, there's been so much hand-wringing and so much consternation. And Marquez Valdez, uh, Scantling has taken just an unbelievable amount of heat for one dropped pass. And even he made the statement you know, in just kind of defending himself. Look, I wasn't the only one who dropped a pass that half. <laughs> right. um, it just happened to be the one that uh you know that that could have won the game had he been able to hang on to it and you know Patrick being Patrick took a little of that of that on himself said you know maybe I laid it out there a little bit too far needlessly but the thing is it was one play in a half where the Chiefs scored zero points yeah uh it is the Raiders on Sunday mid-afternoon game time which we like we like it when the games are in the middle of the afternoon i have never been so glad not to be on the on the uh las vegas raiders squad because i have a feeling they're gonna get a beat down like they haven't had in a very long time uh, the chiefs are angry coming off of this game uh you've heard all week long about how angry travis was after the game mm-hmm. they're gonna be looking for somebody to take that out on and the raiders are kind <laughs> of a punching bag right now so <laughs> it would not surprise me to see them put up a 40 burger on on las vegas over the weekend nobody get hurt yeah don't no don't hit it so hard that you get get injured there all right, we have an HOA to talk about here for a second uh, out of Overland Park I wanted, with this Christmas di- display. I, I, I want to know what this is because I, I, this is the thing about still being after however many years I've been here, still being the new guy in town, is mm-hmm. that people talk about things that, oh, this is a Christmas or a Thanksgiving tradition. And I go, it, it is? I've never heard of that before. And yet they keep referring it to there are good folks uh, over at Fox four did the article about this, about Polly's penguin playground Christmas display as though we should all know what that is. And I have no idea. It sounds fa- Look, anytime you combine Christmas and penguins, I'm there. Uh, it sounds great, but yeah, there was an HOA fight over this, so they had to move the venue this year just a little ways away. It's going to be like a few doors down from where it was. But I want to know what this is all about and how big of a of a tradition, because the way they make this sound, everybody in the world goes to this, and I haven't heard of it yet. Neither had I <laughs> okay, until this story. I feel better. So you're not alone. I feel so much better. Um, in fact, when you all I'd seen on our sheet initially was what is a penguin parade? And I thought, like, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been to places in the world where penguins are a thing. You know, you go to South Africa and there's Penguin Beach. And sure. I'm like, is it sort of like they do? What's the hotel in Memphis where they do the little duck? Oh, the Peabody. Yeah, where, they, yes. where the ducks come in twice a day. And yeah, they, they have their own suite and all of that. I thought, is it that? Is it like the penguin parade? Is it like the little ducks, but penguins? Listen to the way that they describe this. So they say, uh, well, it will not be in someone's front yard this year, but the longtime holiday tradition will be in Johnson County for one weekend in December. Okay, it is. 20 Uh, years ago it started. Yeah. So what are we missing out on here that we have not yet been hipped to Pauly's Penguin Parade? Because... Like I said, it sounds fantastic. They they do have a couple of pictures to go along with this, and it's mostly 
you know, penguin decorations and things like that. It's now, by the way, the the because of the fight with the HOA and because it's a bunch of people who are going, I don't want a bunch of traffic on my street, <laughs> that it's going to be at the Juris Law Firm at, and the Olathe, Olathe Salvation Army on December 15th and 16th in downtown Olathe. So, okay, it's moved some. However, uh, it is still going to happen this year, which is the good news. What was the HOA? Com- oh, it was just the sa- oh, public nuisance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah because, safety concerns. Right, because people would would drive constantly down the street, thousands of them driving down the street to see what was going on on either side of this. I've said before, that's one of the things I love about about the Christmas holiday and the and the season and all of that. There's a lot I kvetch about, but but that piece of it, when an entire block gets together. And yeah. just does an over-the-top, unbelievable display that people can drive through. I love that stuff. That's one of the things that I, I would love to complain about, but I just can't. A couple of you are texting in with slightly different versions of how this happened. <laughs> um, it is free to the public. It is a $5 donation to the Salvation Army that is encouraged okay. for the drive through parade. That seems to be consistent. Um Somebody said it's it's the largest inflatable display in the metro. Cool. He has raised thousands of dollars for leukemia research. A couple of you have said that. Yeah, the leukemia research thing came in a couple of times. And if that's the case, great. I, I'm sad they had to move it, but good for them for still finding a place to put it on this year. All right. Uh, corn casserole. A couple of you asked about it yesterday. Will Starrett's going to give us the lowdown next here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.